This past Friday, June 24th, 2022, Lebanon's Ministry of Interior issued a directive ordering security forces to forcibly disband all social gatherings and celebrations related to Pride Month, a decision that critically threatens the safety of Lebanon's LGBTQI community and that some have called out as unconstitutional. Hello, this is Audrey Bolas. I am the Programs and Communications Associate at the Tahrir Institute for Middle East Policy, also known as Time Up. Today, I'm joined by Hussein Shaito, a non-resident fellow at Time Up, focusing on governance and economic development in Lebanon, and who's also a development economist at the Beirut-based research center, the Policy Initiative. Hussein, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Audrey. Hussein, I want to ask you first, could you summarize quickly what happened this weekend and tell us a bit about what might have been behind such a directive? For sure. So, um, caretaker minister Bassam Maulawi had issued this directive, this letter, uh, to security forces in the country to crack down on all uh, social gatherings celebrating Pride Month. Uh, he particularly used uh, the term uh, kind of endorse and uh, events that are endorsing or promoting homosexuality, and he titled the letter as very urgent. Now, um, this uh, this uh, letter or this kind of uh, kind of uh, message being sent by the Ministry of Interior comes after mounting pressure from religious authorities calling for uh, for an official statement uh, for security forces to go and kind of intervene and limit and stop any uh, any any such gatherings so um, this is not the first time this happens this ha- this is a recurring event it has happened almost every pride month uh, that Lebanon has witnessed there is always this form of crackdown However, it is particularly astonishing now because, uh, and more saddening actually, because it comes at a, t- at a time when the country's uh, social institutions uh, and also uh, the economic or- organization of the entire country has collapsed. Um, but the Lebanese authorities have failed to address any such crises or issues, be that the health crisis, the economic and financial crisis, uh, but the only time where they uh, voiced stances on uh, public affairs was uh, Pride Month. So um, this is obviously a, a mechanism for the Lebanese political class and also, in a way, uh, financial uh, oligarchs, which are very much connected with the political class, to uh, reinstate their, uh, their power, to legitimize uh, their existence in the Lebanese political system by uh, inciting violence against um, uh, minority groups. Uh, now, obviously, there was a protest that was organized, but due to threats, this was uh, posed. Uh, but that's basically what happened in the context. Thank you, Hussein. And, and as you mentioned, this is particularly upsetting because it's coming at a time when the economic crisis, which of course is combined with years of other overlapping crises plaguing Lebanon, it's hitting those in Lebanon particularly hard, but we never really hear much about how the queer community in particular is affected. Can you tell us about the state of the community now in Lebanon after years of this? For sure. Um, so uh, thank you for asking this, actually, because generally whenever we're speaking or unpacking uh, uh, speaking about or unpacking economic crises in Lebanon and around the world, we often think of this uh, through heteronormative logics. Um, but in reality, um, the queer community has been sidelined economically as part of the crisis, but even pre-crisis. But generally, when I'm speaking about this, I prefer to uh, unpack the community itself because it is not a monolithic entity. There are there is a lot of diversity there. 
by race, gender, uh, class. So obviously, for example, trans um, people and uh, gender non-conforming individuals or even queer refugees have borne the brunt of the crisis through poor access to jobs, uh, very unstable income, um, a lack of access to housing or health services, really, or uh, the inability to access formal education um, and the destruction of their human capital, really, is a major, major issue that has become more of, an, more of a problem in today's crisis. So um, I think uh, this is, uh, this is uh, a matter that has been exacerbated by uh, the inflation that's happening in the country, by the skyrocketing unemployment. So uh, businesses um, are not prioritizing these individuals per se uh, because they, um, uh, they, 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 wanna, they are seeking to increase their profitability and uh, minority groups are seen as barriers to this goal. And this is again Lebanese capitalism uh, at work really. And this is uh, this, this kind of, uh, these kind of dynamics are reinstated by the Lebanese political class and by their silence uh, and their political inaction. Uh, I speak about this in depth in my article for Time Up coming out very soon. Uh, so if you're interested, if anyone is interested in the findings and unpacking those, um, this should be out very soon. So keep an eye um, on social media, on the Time Up social media pages. Hussein, thank you so much again for taking the time today. I'll definitely be looking forward to reading your piece very soon. Thank you, Audrey.